I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Welcome back to the Calm Mom Podcast. Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. And today I want to talk to you guys about alignment. I feel like alignment's a word that gets thrown around a lot these days. Like we hear it, it sounds cool, everyone wants it, we all want to be in alignment. I know when I think of alignment, I think of when I go to the chiropractor once or twice a year, not nearly enough, once or twice a year when I've just like got a kink in my neck, I slept crooked or something, and there's something misaligned that's causing me a lot of pain, right? And through some adjustments, they help me get back into alignment and my pain dissipates. And I think in a lot of ways that correlates with us being in alignment. What does it mean? Well, alignment really means just being in integrity with ourselves. So it's like when our when our external world matches our internal world. It's being in integrity with the deepest parts of 
who you are and who you're called to be. And being out of alignment is really chasing someone else's definition of success, right? It's showing up to a job that makes you die a little bit inside every day because you think it's the responsible thing to do, right? Or you think it's what what society expects from you. It's showing up as the mom and the wife and the housekeeper and the cook and all the things that Instagram or Pinterest or your mother-in-law, whoever is telling you, you need to be. So the process of getting into alignment is really a process of sorting out what's yours and what's not. And then walking in that authenticity, that which is yours. Because when we continuously abandon and ignore our authenticity, when we're in such a deep pattern of pushing down our own desires, holding back on our dreams, not walking in our calling, it's literally damaging to our nervous system. I mean, imagine this. It takes a lot of energy to try to be something we were never created to be. Like it's freaking exhausting to keep saying yes to something that every part of your inner being is screaming no about. Like going about your day with a sense of dread No wonder you have a lot of anxiety. It can be really painful and it leads straight to burnout. It leads straight to exhaustion and it leads straight to overwhelm. So it's really about coming back into integrity with the parts of you that are you, like the parts of you that are true, the parts of you that are authentic. And I think you start with awareness. Awareness is key always, right? You guys probably get sick of me saying so often, but we cannot intervene in a world that we cannot see. So awareness is key. And if we, like, if this is really landing for you and you're like, oh, shoot, like, whoa, she's describing me. Maybe that's why I feel so tired every morning. That's why I dread doing X, Y, or Z. I really don't want to, but I keep saying yes. Like, maybe you know in your heart of hearts you're living out of alignment. Just the recognition that you're out of integrity, how you're going about that part of your life is that's not serving you. The awareness and recognition just in that is really powerful. It's really powerful. And I've had to do this a lot in the last year. And it's really a simple practice, but it can be so scary to admit. And the ramifications are huge. And it's going to require change. And it might require disappointing people. Might require people, you know, you were doing it for to begin with, feeling let down. So you've got to allow yourself to kind of feel that fear, feel that grief, process it in a healthy way so you can move through it. And you guys know I always want to coach you. I always want to coach you holistically. I'm always going to bring it back to your body. (laughs) Everything from the neck down, right? Our body holds 80% of the wisdom that's available to us. Most of us are out here trying to mom, business, wife, life, operating out of the 20% of the wisdom available to us in our brains. Our brains have an ulterior motive always, and it's always safety and security. So it's super biased by our experiences. We're immediately thrown, the worst case scenario, this panic spiral at the thought of change, and it's really keeping us out of alignment. So we've got to get in tune with the sensations of our body and what they're communicating to us. Your body's going to tell you when you're out of alignment. If you just slow down long enough to drop in and listen to it. Like that pain in your neck, that literal pain in your neck, it's communicating something to you. That IBS you've been dealing with forever, I bet you it's communicating something to you. That rash, that skin irritation, that swelling, that autoimmune something, that insomnia, it might be communicating something to you. 
right? That tension, that inexplicable soreness might be communicating something to you. Not to mention the exhaustion and the irritability, the rage, like it might be communicating something to you. Your body's going to tell you when you're out of alignment. You just got to slow down long enough to drop in and listen to it. So first it's the awareness, something's out of alignment, and then it's figuring out what would be in alignment. And you do that by figuring out what it is that you value. You can journal about it, you know, pick five of your top values, five of the things that you hold as most important in your life. If that feels overwhelming, you can literally go on Google and Google like a list of values and just go through them with a highlighter. Start narrowing them down until you get the top five things that you value. And you can start to use those as a metric to help keep you in alignment, right? Is this, is me doing X, Y, or Z consistent with my values? Like if it, one of my values is family time and being present with my children and my husband, I'm not going to go out and get a job that requires me to work 70 hours a week outside the home. It's just not going to happen because it's a value of mine. So everything I do, I can keep in alignment with that value. Find out what your values are. I talked about this in a, in a recent episode, a couple episodes back, but I talked about journaling with a journaling prompt. Wouldn't it be nice if, right? My friend Heather Chauvin, she also has an awesome podcast. It's called Emotionally Uncomfortable. If you guys like this one, you'll love that one too. But she taught me this. She's like, journal, wouldn't it be nice if... Because sometimes when we ask someone straight up, like, well, what is it that you want? Or what is it that you need? Or what is it that that's important to you? That feels a little overwhelming or it feels like we're kind of stuck and we don't know where to start. But if we open it up and change it and phrase it a little bit, wouldn't it be nice if, oh man, it starts coming through. Wouldn't it be nice if blah, 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 blah. Wouldn't it be nice if I wasn't the only one cleaning up and getting the kids ready around here? Wouldn't it be nice if, you know, had this type of interaction, this type of job, if I felt this way about my body, if my mental state felt a little bit more like this, wouldn't it be nice if, and then just go through everything you've journaled, set a timer, right? 10, 15 minutes, just keep yourself writing and then go back through it and parse out what's actually yours. What is something that is actually yours. Like, wouldn't it be nice if, and you're like, yes, I actually think that would be nice. In my heart of hearts and my soul of souls, that's important to me. And I also want you to go through it and mark and cross out everything in your list that when you really look at it and meditate on it and pray on it and think about it, isn't actually yours. It was something that was put on you by your grandparents or your parents or some other caregiver. It was something that was put on you by religion or something that was put on you by culture or society or whatever it is. If it's not actually yours, you want an awareness of that so you can cross it out and be more intentional about that, right? Maybe you're doing all of these things that aren't actually yours to try to please someone else or check some other box that's not your box and it's keeping you feeling out of alignment. It just doesn't settle with your soul. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? 
If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit. And then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns. And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. And then I want to ask you to ask yourself, what do I actually have energy for? Especially as a mom, especially as a working mom, especially as a high-achieving working mom. Like often when I'm out of alignment, for me personally, it's because I'm overextended. It's because I have not been good about setting my boundaries and I've been saying yes to way too many things that I probably should have said no to. I'm spending time with people who are sucking the living daylights out of me and it's not in alignment. And then I want you to discover what you want to feel. Like how do you actually want to feel? And then do things from that space. So this is a lot about being, right? And not so much about doing. If you want to have peace, if you want to have joy, if you want to have discipline, guys, this is a life hack. You need to then be peaceful, joyful, and disciplined. Because catch me, if you want to have discipline, you have to actually be disciplined and then do things from a place of discipline. And then because like attracts like, you will have discipline. And this is true for anything, right? You want to have abundance? Do everything from a place of abundance, right? Be abundant. Be abundant. Do everything from a place of abundant. And because like attracts like, you will have abundance. Follows for everything. Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, like all these things that you want to have be them, be them, and then do everything from a place of being loving, peaceful, patient, whatever it is, and you will have more of it. I promise you. It's how it works. What a man sows, so he reaps, right? So what we want, and then we live in alignment with the emotions and the feelings and the things that we actually want. And then finally, the last thing about being in alignment so I think having an awareness about the season of life that you are in can be really helpful in feeling like you're in alignment. Just becoming aware of the season of life, the particular season you're in, instead of trying to make something that's going on in your life pass quickly, especially if it's not pleasant, right? And then know what to do in each season to really make the most of it, to be able to experience it fully, to learn the lesson of each season so that we can gracefully move to the next season feeling complete and empowered. And if you guys want to know more about this, my seasonal model of life, 
what to look out for in each season, how to know what season of life you're in, if you're in a spring or in a summer, in a fall, in a winter, and what to do in each season of life, what to focus on, go back and listen to episode 25. One of the earlier episodes that I did, it's all about honoring the season you're in. Because when you honor the season that you're in, you can allow yourself to ground in the purpose of it because (laughs) probably not going to move through that season until you've learned what you're supposed to learn, until you've experienced what you're supposed to experience in that season. Because we can't escape life, right? We can't escape life. So if we're even remotely trying, it's inevitable that we're going to get our butts handed to us in this season because it's just how life works, right? Ups and downs. So it's when we're living in resistance to the season that we're in, when we're not living in alignment with the season that we're in, it can feel like it lasts forever because that resistance isn't allowing us to learn the lessons that God's intending for us to learn in that season. But if we can embrace the season, embrace and even appreciate the low seasons, trust that God's trying to teach us something in that season, there's a lesson for us. There's growth available to us in that season. Growth, something that's supposed to come from that season. Just lean into that discomfort. I know that you're going to find that you're able to flow through the seasons of life in a different rhythm that feels much more aligned. Because here's the thing. Every single season of your life either has an empowered or a disempowered version. Every single one. Everything you're facing ever in your life You can either face it from a place of empowerment or a place of disempowerment. Always. It's always a choice you have. So in each season, you can either be the victim to that season or you can choose to be present, embrace it, ask God what he's trying to teach you, what's the lesson here for me, and then take it head on. I hope this was helpful. If you're feeling like you're out of alignment, man, try some of these steps, right? First, just noticing you're out of alignment, huge. Figure out what you value. Make a list, right? These are my values. Journal about it, Google it. Find yourself what you have, ask yourself what you actually have the energy for, right? What's my bandwidth? Discover what it is that you want more of and then be from a place, whatever it is. And then really do some work. I think I even have some worksheets available um, with episode 25 about the seasonal model of life. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys, but man, really just take a look at that. Try to figure out like, where am I? What season am I in right now? And I promise you, when you take a minute to do that, so many other things in your life are just going to start to make sense. You'll be like, ah, that's why it feels like this. That's why everything feels really new and scary and like I'm going 100 miles an hour and the wheels are about to fall off. Or that's why it feels like all I want to do is hibernate in this season. It's one a lot of alone time. I'm really just happiest when it's me and my husband or me and my kids. Oh, that makes sense. This is what I'm supposed to be learning in this season. This is what I should be reflecting on. This is what I should be being intentional about growing through in this season. So take a look at that. And I think it can bring a lot of clarity. It can answer a lot of questions and it can really help you to walk in alignment. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. 
And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thank you.